0: It's Friday, September 30th, 2022, and welcome to Episode 22 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Beeler. In this edition of the Postcast, state-level protection for owners of floating homes. The draft housing element clears another hurdle. Posey and Webster Tubes will be closing on and off in October. Golf balls aren't the only thing flying at Carica, and we're a week away from Alameda's inaugural pride celebration. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast, our top story... Since episode two, we've been covering the story of the Barnhill Marina, Alameda's quirky, beloved collection of floating homes. Barnhill changed hands in late 2021 and residents were facing substantial rent increases from the new owners. On April 28th, the matter came before the Alameda City Council, which voted unanimously to extend the city's rent stabilization law to the floating community. On Wednesday, Governor Newsom approved a law that will protect 477 floating homeowners from sharp increases in the rents they pay. Its two main provisions limit annual birth rent increases in the San Francisco Bay Area to 3 percent plus the cost of living or 5 percent, whichever is lower, and prohibit marina owners from increasing birth rents for floating homes that are sold. These provisions apply to Bay Area floating home marinas in Alameda, Contra Costa, and Marin counties. The bill was drafted and introduced by Assemblymember Mia Bonta. Bonta introduced AB 252 on June 16th, saying, Currently, there are no state level protections from excessive rent increases, and there is no place to move a floating home. When rents become unaffordable, floating home owners are especially vulnerable. Liz Williams with Bay Area Floating Homes documented the journey of the Barnhill residents for the Post back in April. She had this to say We want to thank Governor Newsom, Assemblywoman Mia Bonta, Alameda Mayor Ezie Ashcraft and all the Bay Area legislators for their efforts to protect seniors and other vulnerable residents and allowing us to remain in our homes. The bill was endorsed by the ACLU, East Bay Housing Organizations, and others. Look for further coverage of this story at AlamedaPost.com. As regular listeners of the postcast will remember, this month has seen the city's draft housing element win approval from the California Department of Housing and Community Development. Two weeks ago, the Planning Board met to review the element and solicit public comment. On Monday, the Planning Board met again after having incorporated some of that feedback. Among the changes, acting on a recommendation from the Housing Element Working Group to address the need for financing for affordable housing. As a result, there will now be public hearings to discuss the merits of adding a local bond measure to an upcoming ballot in order to secure funding. Also along financial lines, there is discussion about changing the Substantial Rehabilitation Program to offer below-market-rate loans for lower-income homeowners to build accessory dwelling units, or ADUs. ADUs may take the form of an apartment or secondary residence on a property, a typical example is a converted garage, or a small separate structure, sometimes referred to as a granny pod. In the end, the Planning Board unanimously recommended that the City Council adopt the housing element for 2023 to 2031, but that's not quite the end of the story. Once finalized, the draft housing element will be presented to the City Council on November 15th. In other business, the Board adopted a resolution recommending the City Council approve a tract map to create six new submerged parcels adjacent to six upland residential properties on Fernside Boulevard. These submerged parcels are used for docks, piers, and boathouses. This resolution finishes work that was begun in 2015 when the Corps of Engineers transferred ownership of multiple underwater parcels to the city. Those parcels were subsequently transferred to homeowners at fair market value. This week's action addresses parcels adjacent to three public pathways. For full details on the meeting, visit alamedapost.com news. Eventually, all roads need to be repaved even those that reside in tunnels. October will see repaving in both the inbound Webster tube and the outbound Posey tube, resulting in some overnight closures. Caltrans has scheduled these closures for weeknights only. The tubes will remain open in the daytime and on Saturday and Sunday nights. The Webster tube will be closed at night on October 4th, 5th, 6th, 13th, and 14th. The Posey tube will be closed at night on October 7th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. Closures are from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., except for Friday nights, when the tubes will close at 11.59 p.m. and open at 7 a.m. California Highway Patrol officers and detour signs will be on hand to redirect motorists, but the bottom line of the detours is this. You'll be taking the Park Street Bridge. Details at alamedapost.com slash external. The Alameda Post will be presenting our inaugural candidates forum coming up Saturday, October 15th at the Mastic Senior Center on Santa Clara. The mayor's forum will run from 2 to 3 p.m. with the city council candidates taking the stage from 3.30 until 5.30. Earlier, we solicited questions from post readers, and now those questions are online, and we're asking you to vote on what's most important to you. Head over to alamedapost.com slash election to vote for your top three questions. You can vote through Sunday, October 9th. Our walking history tours are taking the month of October off, but that doesn't mean Dennis Evanosky is taking a breather. He's been covering the animosity between the City of Alameda and Greenway Golf, the company in charge of operating and maintaining the Carica Golf Complex. The City has alleged that Greenway has violated the lease agreement in multiple ways, and the City has asked the Court for a temporary restraining order that would require Greenway to allow an audit of all of Greenway's books immediately. Greenway responded on September 9th with a cross-complaint, which was released to the public on September 20th. The company told the court that it had performed all material obligations under the lease. Greenway then alleged the city breached this section of the lease by falsely accusing the company of making improper staffing decisions, of improperly raising rates, and of irregularities in its accounting system. Greenway informed the court that the city is using the latter false accusation to demand an audit. As you can tell, there's a lot to unpack here, and the story is ongoing. You can read the first of Dennis's series at alamedapost.com slash news. Don't forget Clean Air Day is this Wednesday, October 5th, and that means free ferry rides that day for one and all. So if you haven't taken the ferry in a while, Now's the perfect opportunity. On the subject of getting around in a greener fashion, this Saturday you can check out electric cars and electric bikes at Alameda Municipal Power's 2022 EV Expo. It runs from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. at South Shore Center near Pagano's. Details and signups at alamedapost.com/news in the September 23rd news brief. Last weekend, you probably heard at least some of the Portola Festival that was going on at Pier 80 in San Francisco. The combination of the bass-heavy nature of electronic dance music and the behavior of low-frequency sound across water caught more than a few residents off guard. Well, this coming week, you'll want to be prepared for a different kind of noise. It's Fleet Week, and that means the Blue Angels are in town. They'll be rehearsing and performing throughout the week, so get ready for a little extra jet noise starting on Sunday. You can find a full schedule for the Angels at flyquietoak.com com now a look at upcoming events of interest to the alameda community unless otherwise noted details for these events can be found at alamedapost.com events the summer moon market for witches and wanderers will be held at the healing garden space on webster tonight friday from 6 to 10 p.m shop unique witchy wares from curated vendors selling crystals herbs candles lotions potions jewelry art and home decor Saturday, the Alameda Boys and Girls Clubs present Corks, Forks, Rhythm, and Brews, Alameda's annual food and drink festival featuring local wineries, breweries, restaurants, and spirits, where all proceeds support the Alameda Boys and Girls Club. Great time for a great cause, and I might even see you there. 21 and over, please. If you're looking for something for the younger set, don't forget the Pacific Pinball Museum's monthly Little Flippers class, Saturday from 1130 to 1230, designed to teach the way of the silver ball to kids aged 5 to 12. Again, details on these events at alamedapost.com slash events. Alameda is on the migration path for a large variety of birds, and this Saturday morning, the folks at Crab Cove Visitor Center will tell you all about the hot spots for fall shorebirds. No registration necessary. Meet at the Bird Sanctuary Pier between Broadway and Park. Details on the Crab Cove Facebook page. Sunday brings the monthly visit of the Alameda Point Antiques Fair on the former runways of the Naval Air Station at the end of Main Street. Northern California's largest antiques fair runs from 6 a.m. until 3. Paid admission. As the area is a designated wildlife sanctuary, no pets or comfort animals are allowed, only certified service animals. Details at alamedapost.com events. Looking ahead, Alameda's inaugural pride celebration is upon us next weekend. Most of the events are Saturday, October 8th, but the pre- and post-pride celebrations run Friday through Sunday. Events range from family-friendly to 21 and over. Details at alamedapride.com slash events. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's free and we'll never sell or give your personal information to anyone. Don't forget, you can support The Post by becoming a member. There's a support level for every budget and some really cool rewards. But rest assured, our content will never move behind a paywall. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find The Postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 23 of The Alameda Postcast.